Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Country legend Garth Brooks will be honored this weekend at the Kennedy Center Honors, a well-deserved award for the Recording Industry Association of America's top-selling solo artist of all time. I spoke with Brooks last year when the Library of Congress presented him with the Gershwin Prize. Mr. Brooks, can I speak with you for a second? Yes. Hey, Jason, nice to meet you. Jason um, all right, so I know when you first went out to Nashville, you, you, you turned around like within, what, a short amount, 24 hours or yeah, something? Like why do you, Why was that and what inspired you to turn back around and give it another shot? Well, I think what I went to Nashville for was thinking it was all about music. But the truth is it's all about the business of music. I had the music thing that was in my heart and my soul, and I had the dreaming part like everybody does. When you get there, though, you better be ready to respect it as a job, a business for all these people. So you look at it kind of different when you go back. Yeah, yeah. You changed the game. What inspired you to go against the grain, to steal a phrase, um, you know, and turn these country concerts into? There were some rock elements. You were flying over the crowd. You were sprinting across the stage, but you never sacrificed the country in there too. But what inspired you to make it a damn party? First of all, very sweet. Thank you. Um, country music's what it's always been. Um, and everybody kind of gives us credit for bringing the, what they call the rock show into country. But the truth is, we stole the show from Chris Ledoux. If you know who Chris Ledoux is, look him up. He's a real bona fide cowboy world champion that could not stand still when he played. He was fun to watch, and we just kind of took everything that he was doing and just loved that man, loved what he stood for, and, and, and proud to kind of carry the flag on. And quickly about sort of the hiatus. I know you took some time to raise yes, the kids, you and Tricia. Uh, why, how important was that? And then how did you get that little itch and come back out, you know, and dominate and break records again? Well, it, it's very sweet. People said, you know, hey, did you feel bad leaving to go there? And I said, no, 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 you got to understand. What I left for, I loved more than music itself. And, man, if you've ever been a parent, you know what that is. So watch them grow from 1998 to 2014. Never missed a day. Yeah. And uh, they were so sweet. And so they're on with their lives. We're back touring. And those three daughters are here tonight. So this is going to be very, very proud. Grammy-winning country star Chris Stapleton also showed up to pay tribute. It's a nice bowl of tie. Oh, you like the bowl of tie? I'll give you a dollar it's for my, it. It's my wife, actually. Okay. You want it for a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> How much take for I'll take an interview. How about that? Now you got it. All right. Can we ask you real quick what you'll be performing tonight? I'm doing uh, Shameless and Rodeo. Nice. That's yeah. a, it wasn't the Shameless was a, a Billy Joel, it's a Joel cover, cover, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Whether do you think Garth's is better? That's the version I knew the song from. Yeah. So that you know, for me that, that it is. I don't want to. No, no offense, to Mr. Joel. At all, <laughs> you know. Where were you when you first heard him? Do you, was it that first much too young to feel this damn old, or where do you remember? I heard Garth, heard Garth yeah, when you were growing, no, growing I up. Really, yeah. I don't really remember. I, you know, I, I was a teenager in the nineties, kind of when he took off, and and so. Uh, when that happened, you know, you, the dance was probably the, really the thing that really became this huge thing, I think. I don't know. I, I, that was probably the first thing I heard, but um, 
I don't remember where I was. I, you know, I did scalp a ticket to a show, show back then one time. <laughs> Set my back to the wall, and, and I never heard a word he said, but uh, uh, because everybody in the crowd was singing every word to every song. But he was only, only about this big, so I'm not sure what he was doing like <laughs> when, I, when I when I was watching his show. But it, it was it was a magical thing to go to you know, back then. So. Yeah. I've been to a show recently, so I don't oh, know. Okay, yeah. Well, how glad are you to see him back? Because I know he took a, a break there, but put the kids through college and everything. But it's, how amazing is it that he can come back after such a long time off and still come out, you know, entertainer of the year, all that stuff? Well, that's great for him, absolutely. <laughs> like, if, if you can do it, why not? Yeah. How do you think he influenced you at all? Any of the songwriting or anything? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I, I, I was a big fan. Um, you know, I grew up, I was a teenager in that, in that era when he took off. And yeah. so everybody... I knew I had every album and uh, knew every word of every song. So, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of talk, especially in the post-Garth age, about, you know, what real country is. You know, it's, it used to be, let's say, twanger. And I think you do a little more of the authenticity, Tennessee whiskey kind of stuff. Where's your stance on that? Are you like a big tent kind of guy, or do you want to see it get back to more of, you know, your sound of kind of country music uh, instead of the bro tailgate? I want stuff. people to be whoever they are. That's yeah. what I want. So you yeah. do you. do you. That's me. So. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I next spoke with chart-topping country star Lee Bryce. How old were you? Where were you when you first heard Garth? Do you know what album it was? or what? Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, very first record. Got my very first little clock radio. I was 10 years old, and Garth Brooks came on the radio with his very first single, Much Too Young to Feel This Damn Old, and I thought something about his voice and the way the song was put together just reached right out and touched me. And I always loved music, and, and I always loved singing, but that kind of made me go, that's what I want to do. Yeah. So, I started writing songs like that day, you know, that that's the time of my life. And so Garth was a, was a huge and still is a huge, huge influence on me. What was it about that song? Was it the worn out tape of Chris Ledoux or the, <laughs> the highway getting longer? You know what? I think it was something that it was that thing that he has that connects with you, his voice. You know, there's he's not over singing. He's nothing like that. It's just the fact that somehow he uh, it's like he's speaking to just just you, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Talk about the storytelling prowess, too, because this is a songwriting award. I know he yeah. co-wrote some songs. He yeah. sung some of it. But um, do you have a, a certain, you know, lyric of a song? I mean, the, the dance is beautiful. The, and there's so many great ones. But There really are. Um, I mean, you know, I actually get to do a song of his tonight, uh, what she's doing now. And, and even as I grew up, that was one of my favorites. So one day I go, I want to write the thing that wraps around, where the title wraps around like that song does, where the title means something else at the end of the chorus. And so I wrote a song called Crazy Girl, and it ended up being a song of the year, the Eli Young Band. So he has had so much influence on me through so many songs, but uh, that's just one scenario of how it literally influenced my my whole career. And uh, so to be here is, is really crazy. Did you get a chance to write a song for him too recently? <laughs> Not yeah. recently. It was probably 10 years ago, but More Than a Memory. Yeah, I wrote a song called More Than a Memory. I remember it well. Yeah, and uh, and he just blew my mind. He came out and he wanted to record it, and and so he did, and it was debuted at number one, did all this crazy stuff, and then I've had a couple of moments where I was out and I was able to go see him play because I was in the same town, and he got me on stage to do it with him, and so I've had a couple of magic moments with that. Talk about how glad you are to see him back too because you know he took that big hiatus oh, to get yeah. the kids through school and, I, and he comes back and he breaks records again and you know all these stadiums sell out he's, he's superman you know <laughs> whenever he puts his mind to he does and uh that's what makes him special i also spoke with grammy winning blues artist keb mo could you uh give us an uh, a hint of uh, you know what what you'll be performing in tribute tonight for him we're doing a song called The River. Off the Rope in the Wind album, I remember, the closing track. What does that song mean to you? It's got, you know, you could read it a little some spiritual elements or some uplifting elements. You know, what, what does it mean to you? Well, to me, it means uh, it's a declaration. 
of going forward and, and tackling your dreams. Yeah, do you think people can learn a lesson from that song in terms, there's so many lines about don't sit along the shoreline and just say you're satisfied, you got to choose the chance, the rapids, you know. Uh, what what does it mean in terms of, you know, inspiring, don't take the safe route, right? Yes, it means go get in there and take some chances and get your head knocked around a little bit. <laughs> and have you got to, a chance to meet him at all, you know, in the run-up to this? Garth? Yeah, how well, how well have you? Many times, yes. He's, yeah. he's quite, quite, a, quite a person, quite a human. He's... He's my favorite guy. I mean, really. He's, Why do you say that? He's, he's, I mean, he's the most great, great, grateful, gracious man I've, I've ever met. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I next spoke with former Tonight Show host Jay Leno. How many times did Garth come on your show when you were on the Tonight Show? Do you uh, remember? Yeah, I don't know how many times. He did my last show and he was on very early on in my career. I, he was always one of my favorite guests. I, that's why I'm here. He asked me to come and do a little something. So, plain weights, hop, and run right back. But it's an honor to be here. What did he perform on that last show? Do you remember what song it was? I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't remember what, what song it was. Okay. Um, he's the only guest, though, I ever mouthed all the words to the songs. You really? Know? So you know him in and out? You know? yeah, so. Do you have a favorite Garth Brooks song, then? It's hard to pick. No, you know, it's hard. You, well, you know, I, I like songs that are fun. He has serious songs and songs that are just silly and fun. You know, back in that era when country music was just had a sense of humor about some other stuff, and that's what I like about his music. So you're yeah. more of like a rodeo, two of a kind working on a full... You like the upbeat, funny ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he could get serious when he needed to, too, no, you know? he's really good. He's one of my all-time favorites. He really... He's the most normal superstar I've ever known. Awesome. You know, no ego, no nonsense, you know? Signs every autograph, you know? I mean, I'll tell you a funny Garth Brooks story. This is the epitome of Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm going to tell this tonight, but God's like the most fan-oriented guy. And he's in a restaurant, and he's eating, and there's a guy watching him, and he thinks, this guy's going to come over, you know? So Garth kind of goes, and the guy, guy leaves. God finishes his meal, goes into the men's room, sits down on the john. The guy walks in, opens the stall door, and goes, I didn't want to bother you while you were eating. Could you sign this? <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite card. <laughs> it's like the greatest. That's perfect. Hilarious. Finally, I spoke with Country Music Hall of Famer Ricky Skaggs. Talk about why it was such a no-brainer that Garth gets this. I mean, you know, you, we say, you know, somebody deserves something, but I mean, he's he's truly uh, an incredible artist. I mean, g goodness. he's uh, He's done everything that any artist could have ever imagined we'd love to do. He's done it, and he's still out selling tickets, you know, and doing tours, and uh, just reinvented himself to this to this 
20 year later, 30 year later generation. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And yeah, uh, you came up a little bit before him, but you mirrored yeah. his time. You overlapped a little bit. But yeah. talk about how he sort of just blew the doors open for country and allowed it to go mainstream. You know, he he turned those shows into rock concerts, but he kept the country elements as well. He did. I think he knew his audience so well, and I think he knew an audience that that hasn't that hadn't seen him yet, and that was the audience that would go to rock concerts and see you know, REO Speedwagon and see Kansas and see, you know, all the, all the great rock groups, you know. Uh, but he was developing that into his, into his show. But, you know, keeping it country and having fun, running around like a madman, and, uh, and people were loving it. And, it, you know, the record sales and the ticket sales has proven it. Yeah. And, all right, can you tell us what you're going to be performing tonight? Well, I asked Garth when he asked me if I would do this, uh, which is another kind of crazy thing. Of all the people in the world he could have asked to do this, I mean, great, you know, big artist, uh, I was asked to do this. And so I asked him what he wanted me to sing, and uh, he said, call him Baton Rouge. It's perfect. And I thought, I can't argue with that. Dang, it's got a bluegrass kind of Cajun feel, so it's right down my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. It's my personal favorite of his. It's so upbeat, you know what I mean? And it's his favorite. I, someone, really? someone told me that is his favorite song that he does in the show. He doesn't want it to end. It like it ends in three minutes, and he wants to keep going. <laughs> I was a little surprised because I, you know, when he asked me to do, uh, you know, a Colin Baton Rouge, he didn't write this one. But I'm, if, if anyone made it his own, he did, you know. Uh, and what he did, you know, there, there's a great group called uh, called the Newgrass Revival. A bluegrass group and they recorded it first uh, from Dennis Lindy he's the writer and they did it back gosh I don't know how many years ago uh, but they just did it great and you know and it was you know it was a bluegrass kind of hit you know thing and and then uh, then Garth heard it you know and the group had kind of somewhat split up you know or not well some of the some of the art some of the members had kind of split but he wanted to get all those guys that was on that record back together and come in and record that with him for his record of it, which is so honoring, you know, to do a song and have the cats on it that inspired you to even want to do it to begin with. But that's Garth, you know, he, he's, he's just so, uh, so honoring that away. That's one of the things that Garth has really been so wise in doing. I mean, he, he owns his masters, which is just stinking unbelievable. You know, it's like the Beatles. I mean, you know, they, they own their masters. And, and uh, probably maybe some of them they don't own. I don't know, but Garth owns all of his, you know. And uh, that's just unheard of even now in the days where there's not, a, not people making CDs much anymore. You know, uh, everything's downloaded. But, but uh, you know, we're all out selling stuff on the road. We're all working. And Garth is a, a big reason why all of country music you know when when that when that water that ship was raised it raised every every other ship you know and uh so yeah that's uh, it was a really great thing as a business he he did more for country music business-wise than anyone ever has. We had this dinner last night, and he was really reverent and very grateful, very thankful uh, for the award that's coming, you know. And uh, 
I really think this means a lot to him. I mean, it should mean a lot to anyone uh, that's a writer, artist. Uh, but he's he's living that. He ain't, he ain't playing it down. You know, I mean, he really is grateful for it. And uh, and I think uh, I think he knows the unanimousness of it. You know, and uh, it's it's huge. We were in a room full of politicians last night at that uh, at the uh, at the dinner to honor Garth, and everybody wanted to meet Garth. Everybody wanted to be with him. Everybody wanted to get a picture. And you know, it's music is just a great calming leveler it levels the play and feel for everybody you know I mean you can here here was Democrat Republican independent in the room and nobody was making no blows about anything you know but but the music and art of it you know art of the music is something I think it just it just levels the playing ground for everybody and uh, it's just a it's a calming force and uh, thank God we have it Talk about also, if you have a second, how um, groundbreaking and gutsy it was for him to do a song like, you know, We Shall Be Free or The Thunder Rolls. Like, he took on social things, too, that you wouldn't necessarily expect at the time. Yeah, he has, you know. And, you know, that's that's been popular in a lot of maybe more more rock and, you know, rock progressive uh, pop people. But Garth felt like it was time to do something like that, in, in, you know, for his fans. Um, and... You know, I, I think it was, it was a message that everybody needed to hear. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you so much. And we're still country boys at heart. Man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.